if I asked you to make a list of the things you are grateful for, do you think that that list will be long? Maybe a bit long or short? Or would you be like someone who, while recounting the things he is grateful for, will be stuck and unable to proceed further? This is the Architecture of Intentional Happiness show, and I remain your host, Dima Wobi. On today's episode, we will be considering something that is very phenomenal to you enjoying a happier, more satisfying life, and that is gratitude. Some school of thought have it that if happiness was to be equated to one single word, it will be gratitude or thankfulness. The benefits of gratitude are so enormous that it's important that as a person, you should have a ritual where expressing gratitude becomes not just something you do once in a while, but a lifestyle that you live consistently. Now, expressing gratitude is not as easy as it sounds because your brain is energy conserving, safety conscious, negatively oriented and change hating and that makes it difficult to express gratitude especially in times when you feel that things are not working the way you want it to work when you look around you and you're not making the kind of income you wish to make your relationship with your spouse is not as optimal as you want it to be your children are not you know behaving as responsibly as you you have dreamt that you raise them to be your work is so demanding the pressure is there the kpis are mounting and you're not meeting it life generally is looking so gleam and nothing seems to be happening then expressing gratitude becomes difficult because the human brain is so wired that it wants to focus on the negative things you want to pay attention to the things that are not working you want to pay attention to the things that oh you wish it was this way but science is showing that imbibing a culture a lifestyle a tradition of expressing gratitude not only boosts a person's positivity but also improve your health and general well-being Research is showing that people who score high on gratitude tend to have better sleep and overall their overall vitality is optimized. People who also score high on gratitude are more optimistic, you know, looking into the future and what being hopeful for what life holds for them. Particularly in this time where there's so much anxiety disorder, the rate of depression is increasing. According to the World Health Organization, by 2020, depression will be the second highest killer. And we're in 2020. But then research is showing that if a person has um, a relationship with gratitude, you tend to reduce your your being prone to anxiety issues and depression because gratitude makes you have less of maladaptive um, self-preoccupation. What do I mean? You are not so preoccupied with yourself, beating yourself up, feeling guilty, feeling shame and all of that. That if you spend time daily to express gratitude, you, you look forward to life. You're optimistic. You don't, you're not preoccupied with beating yourself up and feeling all of those guilt. 
also more research is showing that people who score high on gratitude tend to have um, more pro-social and other-centered behavior. And I think it's important that I emphasize this, particularly for those of us who are in relationships and are married. When you spend time expressing gratitude, not a once-in-a-while gratitude um, expression of gratitude, but making it a ritual, part of your lifestyle, you are more people-centered. You tend to be more forgiving of your partners. You tend to be more understanding. You tend to be more accepting. You tend to be more appreciative of others in your life. And you tend to do more altruistic things like things that are other centered you your this, your selfishness quotient really reduces to a, to a large extent when you imbibe gratitude as a lifestyle because you are other people centered you're seeing how you're being optimistic you're being hopeful you're looking at your partner and you're appreciating the things that are working for him and in your relationship rather than the things that are not working and lastly research has also shown that people who score high on gratitude tend to have better life satisfaction so there's a lot that being gratitude and expressing gratitude as a lifestyle can do for you not only can it boost your positivity it can also help you deal with anxiety and depression help your relationship with other people and of course help you sleep better and optimize your life what role does gratitude play in your life like how often do you feel grateful? Measuring gratitude differs from person to person. But then when you think of certain questions that I'm about to ask you, it, it will help you know how much you have made gratitude a lifestyle. Like when you look at your life, do you see things that you need to be grateful for? Like I asked in the beginning, if you were to write a list of the things you're grateful for, how long would your list be? Maybe a half pager, one page, two pages, five pages. Or would you be like some people in the examination halls that request for extra sheets? Would your gratitude list require that you take extra sheets because there's just so much that you're grateful for? Or are you in that class of people that when you're writing, you get stuck and you, will not, you can't remember any other thing that you're grateful for? Looking at your life now, do you feel that there are people, events, situations, and circumstances in your life that you are grateful that they are in your life, that you pass through those circumstances, or that those events happened in your life? How long does it take you to express gratitude? Is it something you do on crossover night when you are grateful that you are making it into the next year? Like someone said to me once, in their family, the only times they gather to thank to in a in a tense giving ritual was on crossover nights, on Easter Sunday for the Christians, and I think on their dad's birthday or something like that. So for you, how often do you express gratitude? Is it just once in a while on those special occasions? Or is gratitude something that is a lifestyle for you? Remember from the research that we did, a lot of benefits exist for a person who makes gratitude a lifestyle. When we come back, we will look at the functions of gratitude, how you can 
begin to practice simple evidence-based gratitude interventions and simple ways you can introduce gratitude, not just in your life, in your family and in your circles. Just imagine for a moment that if a family had simple gratitude interventions or rituals that they engage in, how bonded that family will be, how optimistic they will be, how other people-centered they will be, and how their overall life satisfaction will increase. Take the imagination even to the workplace. If in a workplace, an organization has simple traditions that they engage in, even as little as when they are about to start a meeting that is focused on gratitude, imagine for a moment how the positivity in that group will be. Imagine how optimistic and hopeful they will be. Imagine how other people centered the members of the group will be. And ultimately, imagine how an empowered and happier positive workforce can produce the bottom line of the organization. What then are the functions of gratitude and how can you begin to do simple gratitude interventions that will not only boost your happiness, will improve your life, your mental and emotional health, and of course, your general life satisfaction. That is what we'll be exploring when we come back on the Architecture of Intentional Happiness show. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Are you feeling stuck with your goals? You can actually get unstuck if you know how. Or perhaps you're worrying that you will not follow through with your goals like you did last year and the year before. For many people, after the frenzy about starting the new year to conquer the world via setting of goals, the next thing that begins to happen to a lot of people is anxiety, shame, and feelings of hopelessness that soon follows, especially when they begin to fall back into their old ways, into their old patterns. Join Ezefu and I at Beyond Goal Setting, where we'll be exploring the science of goal setting and human flourishing. Although research has it that about 64% of people give up on their New Year resolutions by mid-February, studies also show, and this is very consoling, that at least 9.2% of people follow through with their set goals and achieve them. What did these people do right that the others who were stuck at goal setting didn't do? At the workshop, we will answer all of the workshop will hold on February the 29th online between the hours of 8 to 10 p.m. West African time. So you can join us from wherever around the world as we uncover why you have not been getting your goals and how to 10x your goal-getting capabilities. You would also be engaging in a step-by-step -step immersive process to create a compelling 2020 and beyond, leveraging on the proven science of goal setting and human flourishing. And you will discover how to create follow-through plans to go from goal setting to goal getting. So click on the link and register and see you at Beyond Goal Setting Workshop. Let's take the shame and hopelessness out of your way as we show you how to set achievable goals and go ahead to get them achieved.
welcome back if you've not registered for beyond goal setting please do so because we'll be exploring lots of things at that workshop so to continue our discussion on gratitude let's look at the functions that gratitude can do for you and the ways that you can make gratitude your lifestyle gratitude can serve as a moral barometer that is, it helps you to pay attention on the good things that are happening in your life, the good things that are happening in your relationships, and the good things that are happening in the world around you. Like we said earlier, the human brain is negatively oriented, trying to save us from every harm, so it lashes onto negativity and tends to blow it beyond proportion. And whatever you focus on grows. Whatever you focus on expands. So when you express gratitude and you're focusing on the good things that are happening in your life, then you are expanding that positive awareness. You are expanding that positive effect and you are even enjoying it even more. So being grateful, it helps you. It's like a moral barometer that helps you to pay attention on the good things that are happening in your life. Secondly, Expressing gratitude also acts like a moral mot motivator. What do I mean by that? When you remember, you recount. It says count your blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done for you. When you do that, it motivates you to want to pay it forward. It motivates you to want to extend kindness to someone outside of yourself. And being altruistic, it's something that increases happiness and life satisfaction. Thirdly, expressing gratitude is also like a moral reinforcer. When you recount the good things that happened to you and how it's making you feel and how you contributed to it happening, it motivates you to want to do it again and again. So expressing gratitude is like a barometer helping to keep your attention on the things that are good and are working around you, keeping you focused on the positive things so that you can increase the positivity effects. It's also like a moral motivator helping you to pay forward when you recount those good things you're motivated to do acts of kindness and altruistic um, tendencies towards others thirdly being grateful and expressing gratitude also is like a moral reinforcer when you want to do it again and again and again and enjoy the benefits of all of those positivity and the good things and what research has shown to us that can increase your life satisfaction optimism and even your vitality some people struggle with understanding why expressing gratitude should become a lifestyle rather than something they do occasionally. Someone once said to me, what's the big deal about gratitude journaling? Why should I write the things I'm grateful for? After all, when I wake up in the morning, I express gratitude to God who made it possible for me to be here. And I said, that's fantastic that you pray and you thank God for being here. But research is showing that thinking about the things you're grateful for and actually feeling the things you're grateful for are different. And when you feel it, it increases the positivity of the emotion. So it's, 
it's always better to recount the things that you're grateful for intentionally so that you can feel that gratitude. And when you feel it, you're savoring it. You spend time to savor it. You're consummating the experience. You're filling your whole body with this positivity and it makes you more appreciative of things. Expressing gratitude makes you appreciative of the intangible things of life. Like um, research shows that it helps to kind of help you win over materialism because you will notice when you make gratitude a lifestyle that the things you are grateful for may not necessarily be um, material things. You begin to see the relationships in your life, the little things that ordinarily you may not have mentioned them or thought of them as things to be grateful for. Something like, oh, I'm grateful that I was able to walk my daughter to school. I'm grateful that I fed the dog. I'm grateful, you know, different things. So it helps you to deal with materialism. So, and again, when you express gratitude beyond just thinking of it, you are encouraging yourself to look into the future with more positivity. You're countering that negativity bias that is in a person. And like we say in NLP, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Gratitude, expressing gratitude helps you to deal with the negativity bias that might show up in other areas of your life, in your relationship, in your work. If you are able to engage true gratitude to deal with the negativity bias, it plays out in other areas of your life. It helps your relationship improve, your work improve, and you as a person consummate that experience and feels that your life is here for something and things are working for you irrespective of many things that may not be working for you. To make expressing gratitude a lifestyle is to ritualize it. Like make it part of the rituals that you do daily so that it consistently becomes a lifestyle for you. Two ways you can turn expressing gratitude into a ritual. It's either by making it part of your morning rituals Remember when we talked about setting yourself up for happiness? You need to go listen to that episode if you have not listened to it. Part of making your gratitude your lifestyle is to make it part of your morning rituals. Maybe you go for exercise, you meditate, you pray, but then you spend time, at least even if it's three minutes, to recount the things that you're grateful for. I talk about journaling a lot, but if you're not somebody who is given to writing, you can find other ways to express gratitude. But gratitude journaling is something that has worked for me and is backed by research that it helps to boost your positivity. So as part of your morning rituals, you just write the things you're grateful for and how you contributed to it happening. You could also make it into your night rituals. At the end of the day, when you're winding down your day and preparing for bed, you recount the three good things that happened to you that day and how you contributed to it happening. Remember, the difference between this and whatever, maybe other styles of um, expressing gratitude, it's not that you're just listing that, those things. You're bringing yourself to it and you're recounting, how did I contribute to these things happening? That's where the joker is. So three good things that happened to you that day and how you contributed to it happening. Research has shown that it can make you sleep better at night, boost your positivity, and fill you up with so much hope for the future. 
So those are the two ways you can turn gratitude, expression of gratitude into your rituals, either as your morning rituals as part of the things you do before you set out of the day or as your evening rituals at night before going to bed to recount the three good things that happened to you and how you contributed to it happening. For those in relationships that are married or in your family with your children, you can also make this a family ritual. If you're doing your night prayers, you can recount the three good things that happened where everybody takes turns to share what happened and how they contributed to it happening. It has also been shown by research that when people recount the things that happened to them, at night and how they contributed to it happening and share with a loved one it brings them closer building their intimacy more helps them sleep better and wake up the next day with more optimism and other people-centered behavior so it helps to even grow the relationship and the marriage between spouses and between families if you make expressing gratitude part of your family rituals one simple way you, you can do this is during your meal times because a lot of times people um maybe because of work schedules we don't come back at the same time but you should intentionally plan to spend time with your family as much as possible one gratitude intervention that i find very interesting is the gratitude ping pong you know ping pong like the tennis balls tennis balls so sometimes you may physically have a tennis ball or if you don't have you just have an imaginary tennis ball here is how it works so you take turns to say something you are grateful for and then you toss the ball to the next person the next person says something is grateful for and tosses the ball to the next person in this period of valentine it's it might be something you might want to use to spice up your day so you, you 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 just throw the ball and say something you are grateful for for your spouse or for your child or for your family member the next person throws to the other person and says and until the ball goes round it it just builds the positivity effects in the family it, it, it bonds the family together or the spouse whichever way you choose to do it and everybody has that sense of belonging and love other gratitude interventions you might want to consider is going for gratitude works oh my god that is one of my favorite favorite ways of expressing gratitude although i journal and do my nightly ritual of recounting the three good things that happened i particularly look forward to gratitude works and here is how it works it, it might it, you might not be by the beach but ordinarily the best place i like to do my gratitude work is by the beach walking barefooted on beach sand it is therapeutic there is an exchange of energy between you and mother nature it's just fantastic it's relaxing it's empowering it's just beautiful by the way being in nature and nature inspiring places like um green parks by the beach um in the gardens and all of that it's one way of boosting happiness and, and the positivity effect
so going on gratitude works by the beach side you just walk in the, the mother nature is caressing your legs the wind is whist is whistling into your ears the trees are just waving at you just like you can feel and hear in the background here and you're recounting the things that you're grateful for you're just reminding your things you're literally counting your blessings and naming them one by one you're actually killing two birds with one stone you're getting the effects and the benefits of expressing gratitude you're also getting to be nourished and luxuriated by nature also, as this time of Valentine, you might go on a nature walk with your spouse on this gratitude walk and you can improvise and make it like the gratitude ping pong. So as you're holding hands together and working, each of you is taking turns to recount something you're grateful for, for your relationship, grateful for, for your partner. And the next person says, and you just continue. Before you know it, you would work and work and work. And, you know, the positivity effect is just growing. Another gratitude intervention you might want to consider is gratitude letters. Think of someone that has been phenomenal in your life, somebody that has done something for you. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be in the last one week. It can be in the last one year. It can be in the last 10 years. Is it somebody that has empowered your life is it someone that you had admired from a distance that doesn't even know that you admire him is it someone that has helped in your career your job whatever but somebody think of that person write a gratitude letter to the person you can also make it maybe a gratitude mail a gratitude sms whatever but write something telling the person what's how the person has impacted your life and how you feel grateful for the, to this person and send it. Send that email, send that SMS, mail that letter to the person. And, you know, you, it's wonderful. Like if you're writing a gratitude letter, it's doing two things. It's boosting your happiness and positivity as the writer. And eventually when the receiver gets it, the person also feels nice, good and happy that he has contributed to your life. So writing gratitude letter is another gratitude intervention that you might want to consider. So take a look at all of those gratitude um, ways of expressing gratitude and making it into a lifestyle. Which of it resonates with you and which one would you want to begin to quickly incorporate in your life so that you can boost your happiness by expressing gratitude and enjoying the positivity effect of all the beautiful things that are happening around you, irrespective of the minute, tiny ones that may not be happening. With every good thing in life, although expressing gratitude is wonderful and has a lot of benefits, there are some challenges that come with it, especially if it is not done with the person in focus. Research is showing that expressing gratitude, people who express gratitude may begin to liken their happiness to external sources. This will happen when the things you're always expressing gratitude for are things that people do to you, circumstances from external sources, and you're not looking in words. As you express gratitude, look in words. Look at yourself. That is why it's important that you mention how you contributed to those positive things happening so that you can know that you are a contributor to those things that you're grateful for. Also, one, another challenge with expressing gratitude is that it can be over-practiced and then become diluted. 
it's always important to bring some freshness and newness into your expression of gratitude so if you've been journaling for long and you feel that oh this journaling is now becoming perfunctory maybe you want to go on gratitude work maybe you want to listen to someone else you know share with someone the things you are grateful for and then when the person reminds you you know maybe you just want to take a break even from the practice until you you, you begin to feel that newness because if it becomes perfunctory and diluted you may not be getting the benefits from it so it differs from person to person how you want to incorporate expressing gratitude into your life for this week intentional practice we're going to do something we're going to write gratitude primers like sticky notes like posters, like little things that will remind us to be grateful. You want to place it as strategic places in your home, especially if you're one who has not imbibed this um, habit of expressing gratitude. Also coming at a time when we're celebrating Valentine, you might also want to use this um, gratitude primers and slip it into your partner's bag, slip it into your partner's um, wardrobe, somewhere that you know he will find it and you know it just increases the positivity effect. You can get the children involved as well as a family if you have children. Write something sweet about your son, place it somewhere that you will find it. Write something sweet about your daughter, place it somewhere if your children are away from home you might want to send them an anonymous sms or just something but that is the intentional practice for this week gratitude primers gratitude notes slipped in secret to your loved ones so that when they find it they are grateful you can we will also be extending this primers to the random people around us so look around your estate in the spirit of valentine say something kind to your neighbor to your gate man to your house help to the, the policeman on the street i remember sometime um i went to the airport to pick my sister and we were at, on that day we were performing random acts of kindness so my daughter walked up to a policeman and said thank you sir for protecting us with your life the man was so happy he was saying thank you my daughter thank you my daughter thank even as we were walking we noticed he was still looking at us he was talking to people around him we didn't know what he was saying but it looked like he was sharing his experience with them so do a random act of kindness to someone today after you have sent the gratitude primers to your family and loved ones extend it to someone who may not be able to repay you back that's the much we can take today on the show i remain dimman will be your host on the architecture of intentional happiness show remember a choice to be happy is a choice to live intentionally. Go live intentionally and keep rocking your happiness.